chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 118 I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez Your mom's favorite wrestling podcast is back again for another episode I feel like I give us a different Nickname not just not just title. back again, back for your first time come 2021. Yeah, first show of the new year. I think we're just gonna stick with Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast. I mean, a, every until she year, says until she is. says it's not. I mean, there's no reason not to. Until she says otherwise. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't said it isn't, until, so therefore it's not wrong. Well, she pretty much told us it isn't by not coming on here. Hint, hint. Ooh. Nudge, Ooh. nudge. <laughs> wink, <Santana>. wink. <laughs> Should we call this Mickey James' favorite wrestling podcast? <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about later. We, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> Marty Vasquez and Chris Rucker here again. So, Marty, since we last spoke, we've had the turn of the year. We've had a couple shows going on, but besides all that, how has the life of Marty been? Except for fantasy football, we can't talk about that. Why can't we talk about fantasy football? Because it's over. Let's, Nobody let's... cares about that. The season's over. Recap. Nobody gives Let's a recap. shit. Let's I've deleted recap. all the apps. Like it doesn't matter anymore. I know. Nobody I cares. haven't yet. <laughs> Usually, it happens the week after. But uh, you know, when you get alerts and emails like "You are the champion," here's what you did. Stefan Diggs won the championship for you. I'm like, fuck oh, the Buffalo Bills. I'm gonna read this shit real quick. Good thing I didn't delete this this moment. Fucking uh, <laughs> fully post bar. I hope you're not listening. The Buffalo Bills suck. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck him! Fuck him! Fuck him! I, I have all like my you got nobody apps. else to throw the ball to. Stephon Diggs. The game was over, and they're still just throwing touchdowns to him. Like I should have won. I should have won. But I believe on this podcast, I said last week, I don't feel comfortable with a thirty-point lead because you Diggs shouldn't. Could because go I, off. I didn't feel comfortable with a sixty-point lead, and I. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, it sucks that I lost. I'm sure you're ecstatic that you won, but you can't get mad when in the championship round your team puts up 170 and you lose because it's like there's nothing more I could have done. I had COVID outbreaks. Like I had to pick up quarterbacks and shit towards the end or during it's, the week. Like I, I got an email. like, you had to optimize your, your, your scores. I'm like, no, I didn't. My fucking backup quarterback did 15 points more than my starting quarterback did. How you talking about optimize? I should have did 200 points last, that week. Yeah, well, but you know. Anyways, we'll 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 take away from fantasy football. It's a, we're a week removed. I am the champion. I am the trivia mania champion. Oh, um, just a Marty, great Marty two gr- champs. Um, what a great end to the year for you. You had a kid. You won trivia mania. You defeated Greg Cherry when he tried to cash in. Fucking ran through the playoffs in fantasy football and destroyed me at the end. Like damn. 
Fuck was, you, buddy. It was a, it was a, a good finish of 2020. That's for damn sure. Uh, other than that, it's been a, it's been a week. It's been a week. Yesterday was my, uh, this weekend was my first day back to work. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I, I really wasn't sure about going back yet and kind of wanted to stay home. Um, but I, I went back and, and I love what I do. So it, it wasn't like I didn't want to be at work. I just wanted to be home. Yeah. Um, and I haven't felt like I've been tired. Like I know the sleep schedule has been so off the last month, but I didn't feel it until yesterday. Like, damn, dude, it started kicking my ass at work. And I'm like, trying not to fall asleep. And I'm just like, damn. To the point where I came home last night and I had to watch all wrestling last night. Okay. Cause it's Ooh. been that kind of week. And better you than me. I watched raw within an hour. Let's put it that way. I did mm. that shit. Um, SmackDown, I did in like an hour. I, I, I didn't do AEW. I'm not going to lie. Um, I wasn't in a hurry to do AEW, and I figured I could do that tonight while I wait and I'm up waiting for Wrestle Kingdom to start. Um, reason being, I feel like this was a, a one-off episode for AEW. Yeah. Uh, just because of everything going along and going around. It's a tribute show, so everything there there's things that happening that normally wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? Matchups, team ups, that kind of thing. So I figured it's it's not something that's like detriment to the the future of AEW or of next week at least. So I'm like I can watch that tonight, and I get that it's you know after we record. Uh, but some of the stuff that there's not too much to talk about. I mean, obviously it's a tribute, and I've seen some things, and you know the fact that they did that for him um, was pretty awesome. The t-shirt, the, the t-shirt that they put up there for him. Um, you know what, you know, I, and I can't stand the guy, but I gotta, you know, I'm not, I, you may not like it. I don't, I, you know, but CM Punk, um, donating half his, um, intake from all his merch sales, uh, to Brody Lee. So that's, that was pretty cool to see that. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I was, I was like falling asleep before midnight last night and I don't think I've done that in a long time, at least a month. And I, I dozed, I fell asleep last night hard. Um, so trying to get that sleep schedule together with work, that, that's, that's the next, uh, plat, our next, uh, step to take and make. But other than that, everything else has been going pretty good. My, uh, my kids just came home today for the, they went to the grandparents' house for the first time in months. Like they've been here every day for months. Cause they're not doing you know, they're doing virtual learning on school and uh, the grandparents kind of haven't been feeling the best. And then my kids have been little assholes. So we've just been like, you know what? You're not going where you can fucking stay here till you get your shit together. And it kind of punished us because now, I mean, there are kids, you know, but my God, like every day, these little fucking people are just here, like <laughs> doing stuff. Can I, can I say something real quick? I've learned that, and I've 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 come to know this recently. Frustration, um, yes. Last night I came home, and it was just the baby. Um, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. So they left uh, New Year's Eve and came home today. So we're like, yeah, we get New Year's Eve to ourselves and blah blah. Dude, when I tell you we were struggling to make it to midnight. And then, like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, New Year's Eve. Oh, you're freaky. Oh, I was, I, we were asleep by, like, 12, 15. Like, we literally toasted, kissed, and then went upstairs and went to bed. 
like New Year's asleep. Eve. Watching Leverage. Uh, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> oh, I should have heard that show name in a long time. Uh, <laughs> let me put it this way. We were, we were 6 a.m. We to watch, and, and for some reason, Leverage popped up, so I like searched all of the streaming devices we got, yeah. and there it was, fucking season one. And it's it's cool going back, watching it, like seeing how everything started. Yeah. I uh, New Year's Eve for us, we were up till 6 a.m., there were some bottles being poured and drank. There was some um, uh, passing out. There was some crying, and there was some puking. Sounds a lot like New Year's Eve's in the past. Only difference is <laughs> I wasn't doing any of them. Uh, <laughs> no bottles for me. No crying for me. And I definitely wasn't the one vomiting. Um, it's interesting to see how New Year's have changed. New Year's Eve party has changed over the last yeah. decade and a half. Um, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was quite a New Year's Eve. Yeah, definitely didn't go to bed till six a.m. It was uh, a long, long night. And it's I California, to, uh... so if you don't know what that means, it means that anytime there's a holiday and it gives a jackass a, a reason to light off fireworks, it means oh they're gonna God. fucking light off fireworks. And dude, that it's shit like was popping all fucking night. Yeah, all like morning. I'm like, like you just New got Year. the baby to sleep, and then the, it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. So I have to, uh, I'm going to do this now before it, it gets warm because it's sitting here. Uh, a listener of our show, Sheena, heard about me complaining that I couldn't find any Broken Skull IPA from El Segundo Brewing Company. So she sent me some El Segundo Brewing IPAs. And I think somewhere along the way, like, she just sent the El Segundo Brewing IPA. But I appreciate the sentiment of it. This is El Segundo Mayberry IPA. You mm-hmm. ever heard of that one? I have. I've had it at the brewery. 7.2 alcohol by volume, one pint. So it's kind of strong. So I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to uh, El Segundo Brewing, all their shit hits, man. Like well, The content in every single one they have is fantastic. It, here's, it definitely... to, uh, here's to Sheena, and I hope she has a good, happy new year. We will. See. She's also a big eighty proof listener, so here we go. Let's try to see what it's like. You're gonna hate it. It actually tastes like Austin's. A little bit, yeah, yeah. It actually tastes like that. It's not bad. I mean, I'm not a beer guy. Like, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's not That's bad. That's I, I, I'm not saying it's because Austin is associated with them and they make his beer. But I also get into brewing. Like I actually, it's one of my favorite breweries, and like I've been to a lot in, you know, in Colorado. It's you know, like Michigan's like the land of lakes. Yeah. Nah, nah. Colorado is the land of breweries. It's just, we just we have so many damn breweries throughout the entire state. We have maps that it's ridiculous. Mm. It, it, it would take you a while to hit all of them. So I've had some know. good content in breweries. Al Segundo, I've been. We have had. We have a lot of them out here too. But uh, Al Segundo is one of my favorites, man. The the atmosphere in there, the the listing they have. They don't like. There's still some breweries, and you go to, and a lot of them, a lot of breweries will be IPA based, and they'll have like a lot of the hazies and stuff like that, and like make their own like fruit flavors and different mixtures like that. But they're they're not quite like that. So it's more traditional ales and IPA. So it's really nice. Man, they always pull out like the like the barbecue, like they just pull up the back door and start grilling. Um, that shit's fantastic. It's awesome. I don't know how many we have here in Atlanta, but I know we have some big ones. We got Sweetwater, we got Scofflaw, 
Um, we got this new one called Glover Park that I had to go to for work. Uh, there's a there's a few of them around here, but Sweetwater's pretty pretty much the biggest one, and they've actually been sold to like a Canadian company recently for like a couple hundred million dollars. They were a small. Oh, so they're gonna start making Molson in, in Atlanta. Probably. They were a small. Um, they were a small brewery like ten years ago. I don't know. How, I don't know how many years ago, but they haven't been around for a while. And then they just kind of blew up. They took advantage of the the douchebags that love IPAs. Sorry, Marty. Uh, and <laughs> I, the hipsters. I, I, I'm glad. Appreciate you. <laughs> that I'm like, I was like, really, really already. You know okay. what I meant? Like the the hipsters that. Wear their little loafers and tight ass pants and go sit on the patio and, and their ponytails and yeah, I'm, them I'm type pretty, of guys. They they took advantage of that, that of that fad and yeah. and it fucking blew up, man. It went from like a, a not a mom and pop company but like a grassroots type thing, and it got sold mm. for a couple hundred million dollars. Like that's that's incredible. Um, so yeah, I don't know why we got on the beer topic, but thank you, Sheena. This is actually pretty good. I enjoy it. If I was a beer drinker, I guess I would be a a douchebag that likes IPAs. Because this is better, really not, than this a, not bad at all. It's like, better it's than a douchebag drinking Bush or, or Miller Lite or something. You know what? This is actually better than Austin's. The Mayberry you, one? You, you, I don't think so, but everyone has their own taste. Yeah, I, I like this one better than... Because if you remember, every time I drink Austin's, it takes me to get to like the bottom of it before I start liking it. Right. I like this one from the first sip. She brought me three different ones. Maybe uh, maybe every week I'll review some El Segundo Brewing Company beers from a, a novice, a novice palate of a beer drinker. It's making my mouth water though. A lot of things do that. Um, I wouldn't be allowed in Canada because I I, I speak moistly while I'm drinking this. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll start talking about some professional wrestling here on Boot to the Face. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode 118. I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez. We're doing this a little bit earlier in the day, but today is Sunday, and there's a lot going on in the world of football today, Marty. Like, a lot of moving and shaking. My Dallas Cowboys can either go to the playoffs they could lose and be third place in the division. They could win and be second place in the division. They could be drafting anywhere from like inside the top 10 to like 20. Or they could be hosting fucking Tom Brady and the Bucks next week in Dallas in the playoffs. Like it's incredible what's going on today. But I tell you what, I all season long I've been like, get a draft pick, get a draft pick. And the more I, the more I do research for my podcast, Full Press Cowboys on FullPressCoverage.com. Shameless um, <laughs> The more I do research for it, the more I realize, like, if you're not picking the top two or three people in the draft, the rest of the first round is like a crapshoot. Like, it really doesn't matter how early. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Like, you obviously want to get your need, but the the level of talent, you know, there's only two or three guys every year guaranteed to come out that are going to change your franchise, that are guaranteed to change it. Everybody else is a crapshoot. Like, we picked Dak Prescott in fucking fourth round. You know what I mean? Like, the draft is really lucky. So, 
if it comes down to it, I'd rather the Cowboys just win today, beat those sorry-ass Giants, Barry, and then Washington football team lose, even though Philadelphia is fucking sitting their entire team, and go to the playoffs and see what happens. Are we going to win? Fuck no, we're not going to win the Super Bowl. But we can but fucking... He, he might be a better... He might be Tampa Bay. We could be Upset Tampa. them bitches. Yeah, Upset you, don't have to, you don't have to win the Super Bowl. All you got to do is win the fucking game you're playing. You ain't got to beat everybody. Exactly. Like, I hate when people are like, oh, well, they won't be able to beat this team and this team. There's no way they'll be able to get through with all... Of, they ain't got to get through all those teams. They just got to beat Tampa Bay. And then if they beat Tampa Bay and they go next week, they just got to beat whatever team they play then. Like, it ain't complicated. Nope. Um, this week is... Uh, we took a hit... This week in Green Bay, mm-hmm. um, we lost our uh, the number one tackle in the league. Man, like we lost David Bakhtiari. He's been a staple to the team. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of nervous about that. I love the guy, man. He just signed a five year contract. Um, he's like when we've we've had linemen. The lineman has been probably the most inconsistent, with the exception of the receivers this year, because without Adams, the receiving core sucks. Um, but it, before this season, maybe even last season, the line has been so inconsistent. You know, Brian Bulaga was injured. I don't think the son of a bitch played a full season since he got drafted. Uh, Lindsey finally started coming into his own. And, to, and I'm not going to lie, I was a hater for him so, for so long. Um, it's just, it, it wasn't a team. The line always screwed up. And Bakhtiari was the one that's like, yeah, he's got it, man. Like The dude, the guy just comes off as a cool dude, too. You know what I mean? Um but ACL injury yeah, sucks going into the Bears game, which is going to be a tough, hard-knock game. Um, not only am I nervous just because that's, you know, he blocks Aaron Rodgers' blindside. Um, they've been really good with preventing sacks this year, so it's been nice to see that. So who? It's Luckily, we've had some tackles that have, uh, and guys on the line who are universal players, so... Uh, he was out a couple games early in the season or, you know, some throughout the game. So we had some backup plan and they did, they did pretty good. I'm just hoping that they can hold up and hoping that they, they get through today. And, uh, cause it happened a couple days ago. So coming to the bears, they're an aggressive team when it comes to the Packers. It's a strong rivalry, man. It's no different than the, pa- than the Eagles and the, and the Cowboys or, you know, other, you know, a lot of teams out there. It's just, it's a hard knock game. And, uh, I'm just hoping that, you know, Rodgers has gone down against the Bears before. Yeah. So that's, well, that's my concern. I hope nothing happens with the rest of the team. And I hope that they can get through this because it's going to be tough to play the, without without Bakhtiari in there. And a lot of people don't realize that. And people don't overlook the line. But if your line goes down, your team can't do shit. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> my entire fucking <laughs> offensive line is gone this year. <laughs> and my quarterback. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, the shitty thing about his injury also is the timing, not just for this year, but, like, uh, ACL tear. It's a year, like it's he a year might, injury, man. Yeah, he might, he might miss, all miss next some season. of – he might miss a good part of next season also if he's – if they're not – you know, if the surgery and the rehab and everything doesn't go as planned. Like, yep. it's an awful time. And it happened in practice too. Like, yep. that's just that's just bad luck. It really is. Feel for the guy. I don't give a fuck about the fans, but I feel for him <laughs> as – Yeah, it's, it's just – it's one of – you know, it's one of those things. It's like – you're, when you're someone at the peak of their game and you see someone get injury like that, like I don't, you know, there's a lot of injuries out there. ACL injury to me has always been an injury. It's like, dude, that fucking sucks. Yeah. MCL, ACL, because it's like, there's nothing you could do about that. Or Achilles. Achilles is yeah. a big one too. Yeah. Where the guy's just like, like our tight end this year, first game of the year, he's just fucking making a cut and he goes down. Yep. Uh, against the Rams. And as soon as you see, like, you know it too. 
you're like, oh, fuck. Like, there's nobody blocking him. There's nobody touching him. He tried to change directions and immediately grabs the back of his ankle. And it's like, damn. Like, and there's nothing. You can't. The fact that it happened in practice, too, man, that's just like. It's so. That's like a training camp thing. Right. You would think by this time in the year, your body's used to it, but. Uh, it, well, and it man. happened on, I think, Friday. Yeah. So it's like, that's the last practice of the week. Like, it, Most at, that, don't at even... that point, it's something that happened, probably a freak accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, pro- I guarantee it wasn't, uh, yeah, I just, just that one, that's so crazy thing. Like, the, those kind of injuries, just the wrong step or wrong twist or turn yeah. and pop, you know, and- it just sucks. I don't know the Packers practice schedule, but I know most teams on Fridays, they're just doing walkthroughs. Exactly. Also. Like, exactly. it's not even a, a contact practice. So that's, that's of course, the Cowboys don't do that this year with McCarthy because he had to change everything. You get me started. I, I like you the guy what? and I don't like the guy. You, like, you, I, I, you, I, I really do. Your like, like for the guy is because he's new and he's different from what you And he's not Jason Garrett. But. And it's also like I'm not gonna lie. I think subconsciously you're telling yourself, "I like this. I gotta like this guy, and I hate this guy, but I like it like him too." Because I think subconsciously you're like, "I can't let this motherfucker be right. I can't let no, be right uh, about this." No, you know, as funny as that is, I do like him. I like his aggressiveness. I, for the most part, I like how he's he, he's not aggressive though. That's his problem. He's been aggressive this year. He, it hasn't been not. It hasn't been in the correct Hold time. On. He's aggressive, he's aggressive when he when he year. he's aggressive at the wrong moments. The moments he should be aggressive, he cowers back like a little bitch. And the That's moments true. he's like, okay, be conservative. Well, that happened last game, yeah, yeah. The but when he should I be think... conservative, it's like, uh, oh, what, what? You, but what, see, what, here's you gonna do what? Okay, check okay. this out. So I was, you know, on Facebook, they give you your Facebook memories and whatnot, and I only saw mine because the Cavino and Rich, like on ESPN, shouting me out came up. So I start scrolling through, and like. I think it was the year before Zeke and Dak got drafted. I made a post on Facebook about how we need a coach that can adjust to injuries. Like Tony Romo goes down and the whole thing falls apart. I got to give it to the guy. Like, yeah, there's only six wins. You can only get to seven and nine. But Jason Garrett losing his entire offensive line. We lose to Tyron Smith with Jason Garrett as the coach. And fucking some dude from Atlanta sacked Dak Prescott fucking seven times and broke a record. Some dude from Atlanta that nobody's ever heard of. I mean, I'm sure people have heard of him, right? Like, he couldn't adjust to one injury. McCarthy's had to deal with the entire offensive line getting hurt, the quarterback getting hurt, a shitload of the defense getting hurt, and we're still right there. Well, we're right had, there because he's had to learn that sucks. because he hasn't been able to do that in the past, like, at all. Uh, yeah. that, that's kind of what lost him his job in, in, in Green Bay. The fact he couldn't adjust, the fact he couldn't be aggressive when he needed to be, the fact that they, they, you know, Rogers goes down and they can't do shit, you know. And, and at that point, I'm not gonna lie, it's not just all him because we had some personnel staffing up there that was making decisions that was not doing the best interest of the team, and yeah. they've made those changes too to where they, you know, the people making the decisions now are more fluid for success. And Lafleur is there, and you know I'm not gonna lie. When McCarthy got there, I liked. It. I, I I was very. I was like you. I liked him, but I didn't like him because I was a Mike Sherman guy. I loved Mike Sherman. I wish the dude got a championship. He never did. Um, you know, especially with Favre there. You know, it would have been nice to have Favre get a championship before he before he retired from the Packers. Um, Who was but, the coach when Favre won? Holmgren. Holmgren. Yeah. And then Sherman came in right after that. 
we've had we've had yeah we've had we had three mics in a row. Mike, 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 Mike. Sherman was the one with the white hair and the glasses, right? Yep. Of like Donahue. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I liked him. I liked him. But McCarthy came in, and it was what it was. Um, only had a couple of losing seasons. Had multiple champions or playoff runs. Um, almost beat the the Patriots for their streak, and then that you know that shitty season, and that's kind of what lost him his job. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get it, and. I can see, I, I, I was, you know, that's him making his, those alterations and those changes and adjusting. And that's, he's probably learned that you better make that adjustment or else, Hey, you're not going to be in one place very long. And the thing is green Bay is like, it's like Pittsburgh, man. And when you're coaching there, you, you're, you do decent to above decent. You're going to be there for a while. You know what I mean? Whereas Dallas if you don't perform, unless you're Jason Gary, if you don't perform, your ass is gone. That's not true. Come on, man. They've only had like seven coaches in the history of the Cowboys. That's it? Yeah. Because how long was Garrett there? And I'm sorry Garrett for y'all listening. I know this isn't, all, this isn't wrestling yeah. at all yet, but oh, I apologize. But, Nobody cares you about know. them. If you're listening to this, go fuck yourself. You don't like it. Um, <laughs> no, Garrett was there almost 10 years as the head coach. Before him, it was Wade Phillips. Before him, Parcells, Parcells had the shortest run. He only well, he was like for two or three seasons. seasons, right? Yeah. yeah. Then you had Chan Gailey, who took over after uh, uh, <clears throat> Chan Gailey and Campo. They had like ten seasons between the two of them. Before them, it was Barry Switzer, who only stayed. Then Jimmy Johnson, and then Tom Landry. Landry was the only coach before Jimmy Johnson. Landry Landry was there like twenty three years. I think. yeah. So it was Landry, Jimmy Johnson, Switzer, Campo, uh, Chan Gailey, which was awful, uh, Bill Parcells, Wade Phillips, Jason Garrett, and now McCarthy. Yeah, because so we're, we're only on – the Packers are only on, like, their fourth, fifth coach in the last 30 years also. Yeah. You know, and so, before that, they – they I mean, they've been around for a long time, and, like, they had a lot of player coaches for a long time too. You know what I mean? Um, that's, you know, our Curly um, – Lambo was, you know, it's, it's it's a lot like that, but um, yeah, I mean, it's well, that's crazy to think about too. Like, if you look at like the like the Steelers, who have had three coaches for like fifty years, that's just just crazy. But anyways, on to the on to the next topic. The, oh no, not the next topic. Today's the last day of the NFL season. Yeah, give me a give me some predictions. Who you who you think? Uh, I mean, the only Green Bay's number think... one. They're they're walking out today, number one. All right. So the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Bears, three teams going for two spots. If I'm not mistaken, now Rams Ra- are playing the Seattle, Rams and- correct? They're playing yeah. Seattle. No, no, no. Uh, they played Seattle last week. I think the Rams are playing the Cardinals. So okay. the, the the winner of that all, automatically cool gets thing. in. The afternoon games today are all fucking like big games, from what I looked at or what I thought I saw. Because the Packers play the Bears, and given the Packers already clinched the division and everything, they're still playing for the number one seed. Yeah, Bears are playing to get in. Right. You know, um, the Packers win; they're number one. If the Packers lose, they need shit to happen in order for them to to stay number one. You know, they need Seattle to lose. Right. Actually, they, they just need Seattle to lose. They, they can whatever happens to them, they just need Seattle to lose. Seattle's and, playing San Francisco, right? So that's probably not going to happen. You know. <laughs> But, so that Bears and Packers game is huge, and the Bears need to win just to get in. Right. Um, in order for the Cardinals to get in, they have to beat the Rams, and they have to have the Bears lose. And then for the Rams, 
they can have the Bears lose and they can lose and still get in. So the NFC West can end well, up getting also, three Well, also, if teams the Saints there. lose and the Buccaneers win, don't the Buccaneers end up winning the division? Or they could they split? I, because I right now, if, if they if the, the top of my if head. Buccaneers the Saints win, already won their division. Saints win or Saints lose and Buccaneers win, they're both eleven to five. Well, then it comes down to like who won each game and division yeah. record and the tiebreaker and the whole night. I thought the Saints had already locked up that division, but they just locked up a playoff berth. That's what I thought. No, I think uh, because from what I understand, no matter what happens, the winner of the NFC is playing the Bucks. So I think the Saints have already won that division. But let's uh let's predict yeah, a couple games. Okay. We're not going to predict every game. We're going to predict just the, and just the NFC too because the AFC is pretty much done. Yeah. So well, actually, no, it's well, not. No, 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 no. They got no, four I'm teams sorry. at ten and five. My God, hold on. I got I got to pull this up. We got the, uh, the AFC is freaking yeah. ridiculous. We're not a fucking football podcast, but this is the last week of of the football. Season. So so we're gonna uh we're gonna run through these games real quick. As soon as I pull them up, talk amongst yourselves, Marty. Uh, well, I, mean, I, I, got, I got the schedules right here. I got the games right here. Oh, okay. Well, then you go ahead and read them off, and we'll just we'll talk about them. Because we got the Dolphins who are ten and five. So here's a ten of the Dolphins are ten and five. Ravens are ten and five. Dolphins Browns get, are ten and five. Right, uh, the, and they're and, all going for the last two spots also. And then the Colts are ten and five. Like three of those teams are in, and the Colts are sitting out right now at ten and five. So the Colts win, at, they could be eleven and five and still be eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, like that's just crazy. And they're playing the char- They're playing uh They're playing the Jaguars. So they're, so they'll win. They're gonna win. So, so yeah. They're just, they need so they just gotta hope one of those other teams fucking stumbles. The Ravens play the Bengals. The Dolphins so are playing win. the Bills. Uh, uh, they'll lose. And then you got the the Dolphins are going to lose. The Bills aren't going to lay down for the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are going to win that game. I mean, the Bills are going to win that game. I'm missing a game. The Browns and Browns the, and Steelers, uh, which that game can go either way. But the Steelers don't need to. The Steelers will probably rest everybody because they're not going to move up or down. If They've the Bills win, the oh no! If the Bills win and the Steelers lose, the Bills are the number one seed. That has nothing to do with the Steelers, though. They can't get the number one seed. Why can't they? Oh, the Chiefs. No, Kansas no, no. City. The Chiefs got Kansas the number City. one That's seed. That's right. I forget. I forget the Chiefs all about are Chiefs. number one. Fuck yeah, the so the, the Steelers are staying where they're staying, so they'll probably rest everybody. So Cleveland will get – Cleveland gets lucky with playing the fucking JV squad, kind of like Washington does with Philadelphia. Philadelphia's sitting all their main players. Mm-hmm. So I'll pick Cleveland, I'll pick Buffalo, and I'll pick Indianapolis to win their games. Yeah, I got that too. I, I, I um I do hope I, I yeah. I hope the Colts get in there. I like I like Rivers. I do. So if the Colts get in, then who's out? Well, whichever one of those three teams loses. Alright, what were the three teams again? The Dolphins, the Ravens, the Dolphins and the Browns. Are out. Yep. The, Dolphins the Dolphins are out. Are out. Yeah. Sorry, Mauser. Yeah, because they're really they're sorry. gonna they're gonna lose to the Bills. Oh yeah, the Bills are gonna beat the shit out of them. The Bills might, the Bills and the Chiefs will be a good game in the playoffs to watch. No matter, like they're both used to the snow, they're both used to the cold weather. High power offenses, like that's gonna be fun if they mm-hmm. play each other. But I hope the Chiefs beat the shit out of them. One, because my family loves the Chiefs because I'm from Kansas City, and two, because that son of a bitch forced the ball to Stephon Diggs last week, and I'll never <laughs> forgive him. Never. And you know what else? I pick Stephon Diggs every season. You want? You want? 
in every league, Marty, and you know what he does? Every playoff, he fucking lets me down, and I lose because of Stefan Diggs. So this year, I didn't pick the little punk motherfucker, and what happens? I lose the championship because of Stefan Diggs. So I pick him every year, too. Like last year, I had him, and I almost dropped him last year in our league. I, I, I had him in both our leagues last year. And I almost dropped it because he wasn't doing shit because of Thielen, right? And this year, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get Thielen this year. And then Stefan Diggs falls on my lap. I'm like, Yeah, because I didn't pick him because he kept (laughs) fucking me over. Uh, Also, glad the fantasy football season over because Alvin Kamara out with with COVID. Yeah, a week too late for that. Right? I I mean, or... I don't wish COVID on anybody, but... uh, Let's pick the NFC games real quick and then take a break. The, The ones that matter. All right, um, so the ones that matter, I, we got the Cowboys and Giants. Uh, I, I, got Cow- Cowboys. I think Cowboys win. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> then we have the only one that really matters. The Rams is and Cardinals. That's oh, going to no, be a I'm good sorry. game. Yeah, and I, right. I think the Rams win that game. I think the Cardinals win. Jared Goff is out, isn't he? Uh, is he? He broke his thumb or something like that. But I thought that was like a quick correction. He had surgery. I think he's he's out, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah, number, so. I'm pretty sure he's out. They're starting somebody else. I could well, be that, wrong. That the oh, well, you know what? That that you know what? Thinking about that, if he's out, then yeah, yeah. it goes Arizona. Kyler Murray is going to run all over it. Um, and then for me, Seattle and 49ers. I, I hate to say it, but I, Seattle uh, Seattle's going to win it. Yeah, Don't Seattle's going to win that game. They got to get um, right before the playoffs. And the only other game that really, uh, I mean, you got you got the Saints and Panthers, which for you it doesn't mean anything. For me, it does. I um, actually really doesn't at all. Yeah, because um, the the Packers win that tiebreaker no matter what. So no matter what, we can only tie. We can't we can't lose to them. The only team we're worried about is Seattle because they win the tiebreaker. Uh, and then Washington and Philadelphia, and yeah, I don't. So the NFL apparently loves my. Uh... I don't know if you know this or not, Mark. I think I told you this. I'm the programming director for Full Press Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So on Saturdays, we have a wrestling Saturday on the radio, and I put all the shows on there. Apparently, they love my programming directing so much that when I tweeted out, Washington versus Philly should flex to Sunday night, they listened, and they did it. And people laughed at me when I said that. But that literally determines the winner of the NFC East because no matter who wins between the Giants and Cowboys – they still need Washington to lose. Right. And sadly, I think Washington's going to win. They got uh, – I always want to call him Trent Green because he played for the Chiefs. He's a little goofy, nerdy white guy. Alex Smith. Um, yeah, they got Alex Smith coming back. Terry McLaurin probably plays tonight. I love Alex Smith. Just, just disclaimer, I love Alex Smith. I always have. Yeah. I was a fan of him in San Francisco. I was a fan, for, fan of him in Kansas City. Um, also was, was – Thankful that he's that he was that he who is who he is and that he is in the NFL and that he went to the draft when he did because if it wasn't for him, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be in Green Bay right now. So thank you, Alex Smith. Yeah, um, but Washington's got him coming back, McLaurin coming back, and then Philly, who claim that they have a no hat policy, meaning they're not letting anybody win any kind of championship on their field on Tuesday, and then on Friday, fucking everybody on their team that's. Any kind of dangerous is out. Fletcher Cox is out. They're running back. Miles Sanders is out. Deshaun Jackson's not playing. Like, they have like eight or nine guys not playing. I think Washington's going to destroy them. So, I think Washington's going to win the NFC East, even though Dallas is going to beat New York. That sucks, but I'll still be watching and cheering. 
I'm not going to be cheering for the Eagles. I'll be cheering against Washington football team. Makes sense. Makes sense. But then again, I don't know, man. The Eagles did beat the Saints like two weeks ago. And Jalen Hurts, even though he looked like shit last week versus Dallas, is a beast. Man, yeah. I'm going to pick Washington. But, but, but they still... they beat yeah. they be the Saints with the Tyson Hill run Saints. And what I mean by that, what I mean by that is the some bitch, like they have the best running back in the league. And that they 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 killed Kamara for like three games because of the way that Hill plays as quarterback. And, you still and, won the fucking championship, Marty. Calm down. Wow. Next what talking about you still Next. Talking. We're going to take a break, and when we come back this time, I promise you we're going to start talking about wrestling. <laughs> we're supposed to talk about football at the end of the show, but shit happens. Stay tuned to Boot to the Face, and when we come back, we'll talk about The Bachelor. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about podgo section of the application. Welcome back. Boot to the Face, episode 118, Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast, where we talk pro wrestling at nauseum here on Boot to the Face. <laughs> we talk so much pro wrestling, you get sick of it. Um, Marty, let's let's go ahead and talk about some shit that happened this week. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm failing as a podcast host with my wrestling watching. I really only watch SmackDown now. Like I I look I read the news and I I try to watch Raw and I always end up falling asleep. On Wednesdays I record 80 Proof starting at nine o'clock, so I really don't watch that. And then I kind of get caught up on it, kind of not. I haven't watched NXT or AEW in like over a month. I haven't watched Raw in over a month. But SmackDown, every Saturday morning I wake up and I watch SmackDown. Right? It was after The Mandalorian, but now that The Mandalorian's over, I just watch SmackDown. I have no clue what's going on in the world of pro wrestling right now, unless it's on Fridays. Understandable. Um, like I said, I watched Raw this week in an, within an hour. Um, and it, that I, I'm probably not doing justice to it all because there's probably things that I can, I would enjoy more by just sitting there watching it. But you know, lately a lot of things have been going on. So time consumed throughout the week. So it makes it hard to watch it. And I'm not gonna lie, man, my cable company, and I meant, I've been mentioning this for two years. Um, it makes it hard to watch wrestling, you know, when wrestling's on at 5 PM here, like, you know, it's live. So we get it at 5 p.m. Most, you know, DirecTV, Dish, it's always 5 p.m. So it's easy to watch it because by 8 o'clock you're done watching wrestling. And the rest of the night you're gone. But then, but the way that my cable company works, it doesn't do it that way. Hmm. It, it's, if it's on at 8 o'clock, then guess what? We get it at 8 o'clock. So it's delayed. It's three hours late here. Um, it's not live. And by the time I get done, it's, you know, it starts at 8 o'clock. By the time it's done... It's 11 o'clock, so it's like your whole entire night being home is over. And, that you know, that was the nice thing before, so it's like, it makes it hard. It's like, I don't want to use my whole night up of relaxing, just sitting here watching wrestling when there's other things, you know, got family stuff to do and dinner and stuff like that, you know. 
it's able to it really do that when the show starts at five. So it, it makes so it's like, oh, okay, I'll watch it later in the week. And then the week gets on. It's like, oh, shit, I didn't watch any of it. Now it's Saturday night. Now I got to watch it all. Uh, so I got to fast forward so I can get the content in. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like Neo here. Like, I need to learn how to fly a helicopter. And then just everything just speeds through my head and watch it all. You know, so I'm probably not doing justice by not sitting there and watching it. But I'm still able to pick up the, the good things and the stuff that I watch and enjoy. Um, but, yeah, when it comes down to it. NXT, I can't tell. I'm not gonna lie, I can't tell you last time I watched NXT. Um, mm. I mean, if, if they if they start putting Santana Garrett back on, like probably check in and tune in again. Um, <clears throat> AEW, I watch AEW on delay, uh, and but SmackDown, I SmackDown's probably the one I watch the the uh, entirety of more often than the rest. Well, Zia Lee's been uh. She's got a really good storyline going on NXT, but I had really I feel like that just it. started though. That hasn't been going on. That's for been long. going on for like a month and a half now. Oh, the I little vignettes where her her and Boa got kidnapped by the Asian guys, and they're like going through this training and shit. I, I was like, like, I feel like she was like gone for a minute too. Yeah, and that's kind of just so, kind of lost it. She, even like social media, she was like gone for a moment too on there too. So Marty, I have an announcement. Okay. Uh, last week during the booties. Our wrestler of the year. We had a vote. Um, the vote is over this, because this on. is our new show. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This vote, I can't watch it. This vote looked like our championship game. <laughs> right? It was fucking back and <laughs> it was forth. Back and forth. It was like, tied. It was like, ahead, son of a bitch. One would pull ahead and one was not. So the vote was, and I'll read the tweet to you. Just recorded our year-end show, including the booties, year-end awards. And it got heated at the end when deciding wrestler of the year. You decide. With 54.8% of the votes, Marty, the boot to the face winner of the booty for wrestler of the year is the GOAT, the standard, the blueprint, the boss, the main event, the draw. Whatever words you want to describe her as, Sasha Banks wins with 54.8% of the voting. Over Roman Reigns. It's crazy to think that even with Roman in there, like it was that close still. Yeah. You know what? You know what I think is crazy. Me personally, like these have been two of my favorite wrestlers for a while, and the internet has shit on both of them. Sometimes I believe unjustly, and the fact that the work that they've done this year has kind of turned a shitload of people around on them and how they feel, like. It's kind of like when when Becky made her turn a couple years ago. You almost feel like a proud dad. Like, because I've been such a big fan of them. And now to see them getting their flowers, I'm like, yeah, they deserve that shit. And I just sit there and nod in approval with my hands on my hips. <laughs> um, Speaking of Roman Reigns, you got in the notes here, Roman and KO too much too fast. I thought this storyline was over with until I saw Roman throw that motherfucker off a stage through two tables the other night. Um, I love the intensity of it. You know, throughout this podcast, you know I'm not the biggest fan of KO, but I do give him his credit when it's due. And I think he is doing really well in this storyline. I love the little part in the match with Uso when the crowd got caught, like WWE edited this. Calm, calm down, Michael Cole. Call him by his name. Put some name on that. 
Jay Uso. I'm sorry. Thank you. The crowd got really quiet, and you heard KO tell him, the sad thing is, it's not even your goddamn fault, but I'm about to beat your ass. <laughs> like, in the middle of the match. I was like, whoa, WWE got fucking, they threw the GD in there. They've been and, they, and they, edited correctly to I mean, where you can hear it. Yeah, I mean, I I know they throw it out there for cheap pops all the time, but bitch was said like ten times this week. Uh, like they're 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 inching inching towards that adult content. Yeah, you know, SmackDown what I mean? is just so much better than everything oh, else right now. Absolutely, um, but fast. after I wrote that and sent that to you, then I go start reading more articles. We might get a slowdown for KO and Roman. Um, <clears throat> apparently, from one of the spots with Jay. He got a spinal contusion and some internal bruising, uh, so he may be out uh, uh, for a moment. At oh, least not nothing to do. We getting thrown off a fucking stage through two tables. I mean, it might, might, but <laughs> it might have been that. But we're gonna blame Jay and not Roman, <laughs> right? Because exactly. he's not the head of the table. <laughs> so, um, Carmella pinned Sasha on SmackDown. How many times Carmella gonna beat Sasha, man? She didn't beat her for the title. She's gonna. She's going to though. That's leading that way. Nah. How mad are you gonna be when it. she loses to Carmella? I mean, aesthetically, not really. <laughs> but she ain't. You so know what's I'm annoying about Carmella? About Everything besides Corey Graves. Oh boy, he's like like coming just, in his like, pants when she f- comes out. Like, shut the fuck up. Like seriously, man. Don't be we mad know, at that guy we, for liking who he's we, with. We know you're dating, nah, but it's like over the top. It's like we know y'all dating. Like, calm down. He's like, got to make sure she don't leave. He's like forty five. She's like twenty eight. He's you're trying to over the top right now, man. Like, calm down. It's getting to the point. Where it's almost. Let's put it this way. It's almost like King and the Cat over the top, and it's it's going to the point where it's like, shut the oh hell up. puppies, shut the hell up. I don't want to hear you no more, man. When 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 Carmella comes out, just put your your mic on mute. Just put it on mute and let Cole talk. You know the worst part of Carmella Penn and Sasha is it was a tag match, if I remember correctly. Well, it was. And I feel like WWE has the perfect opportunity to push Bianca Belair these last like month or so, and they keep not doing it. They let Bailey beat her. She's lost to Bailey a couple times. In this match, she didn't really shine as the victor and i think a match between sasha and bianca is something i would fucking love because sasha would sell her ass off for bianca i think and that's regardless of who won i'd be a fan of it i know we're gonna get to it and we're gonna get to this in about a month um but my early prediction bianca wears royal rumble now i got lashley winning the men Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. I've been watching a lot of Real World Roll Rules Challenge, and Leo Rush is on there. Oh God! Yeah, I love it. He's got to do something with um, a paycheck. Oh, a, a really weird segment. Sonya Deville just fucking strolls back in to SmackDown, and like, unless I missed it, that was it. She just like walked back through the building. Everybody's looking at her. Yep. She's got a tuxedo on, and, and she's been reinstated. That really? That's the announcement? That was it? Yeah. Like, didn't she lose it? Like a loser leaves town, man? Yeah. Man? Yeah. And now she just walks back <laughs> in and they're like, oh, that's cool. Like, she's not she, really gone. She's like, oh, Mandy's on Mandy's on Raw, so I can come back. That's that's how they're going to spin it, is that Mandy's on Raw, 
so Sonya Deville can come back because she's no longer on the same show. Like, loser Look, leaves town. Well, Mandy left town, left SmackDown, so I can come to Brad. If that Smackdown. was the case, then Mandy should have stayed on SmackDown, and they should have let her come back to Raw. Yeah, what, what should have happened is that they shouldn't have let some stupid-ass backstage promo happen and let her just show up and beat someone's ass. That's that what so should have happened. She just walked back in. Everybody's looking at her like, what the fuck like, are you doing here? Yeah, like, see Apollo Crews, like, who the, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. You don't believe, um, what, what are you doing here? Security. Security. Oh, man, speaking of Apollo, he's going to get an intercontinental title match. We didn't even talk about Big E Big winning e. the title last Yeah. Week. Big E, I could also see winning the Rumble and fucking having an Ultimate Warrior moment at Mania as the Intercontinental Champion and holding up both belts after he beats Roman. How that I'm not gonna lie, that would be pretty cool. It would be. Yeah. Um, on Monday Night Raw, the only real talking point is the Miz got his briefcase back, which, which we talked about last week. Um. In a very awkward backstage promo, also. <laughs> it's so fucking awkward. Like, like fuck. <laughs> Adam Pierce was just like, I got better shit to do, man. Take the fucking briefcase. Get out of my face. Like, here you go. <laughs> and, but at first, it was like, uh, yeah, so, uh. I'm trying to read the email, here, man. Here, here you go. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just going to slide this here. You do you, man. You do you. You, you know? Ugh, so awkward. Yeah. So that was it for. WWE anyway when we come back we'll talk about AEW and get into Wrestle Kingdom predictions as we speed to a close here on Boots in the Face episode 118 stay tuned welcome back Boots in the Face episode 118 Chris Rucker along with Marty Vasquez Marty this Wednesday we had the AEW tribute to Brody Lee his son was out there and is now the TNT champion and apparently AEW is retiring the TNT title. The current um, design. Oh, the current design. Not- so, co- so, so your boy's still the champion, right? He's still the champion, but and they're going to give him a new belt to go with it. Um, but they, uh, yeah. So they, they basically they they, oh, it. they retired the current design, um, and made called made Brody Lee champion for life um and then gave brody jr or or little brody the uh the title yeah i uh i don't know hopefully the title looks cooler yeah i agree um apparently they also signed him to a future contract also um so when the day comes if he decides he wants to be a wrestler um He's got a contract, which is saying a lot to AEW, thinking they're still going to be around in 10 years. So it's cool planning for them, I guess. They're saying, we're, gonna, we're confident we're going to be here in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, even when Reed was backstage. Backstage where? Backstage Raw, SmackDown, one of those two. Uh, she was backstage in, like, a get up and dressed up and... You talk about somebody that looks the part. Shooting, shooting promos. Uh, promos, you say? That, that's what they're saying. They're saying possibly he's there to shoot promos. And apparently she was supposed to be there. Rumor, there's a rumor that she was supposed to come back for the Legends night. But I don't think that's happening after all. She ain't no fucking legend. But she, uh, yeah, it sounds like she was. She might have been backstage there to shoot promos because she was dressed up as if she was going to. Um, I don't care what anyone says. 
sign me up. You know who is a legend that's going to be there? Mickey James. It, But she's on SmackDown, so it makes no sense why she'd be on Raw and she hasn't been on SmackDown. But I mean, she hasn't we'll, been we'll on SmackDown about, either, so... Exactly. So we'll talk about this real quick. Your boy, Ryan Satin, made a list giving everybody grades on SmackDown, and he put her in the F category, the very last place. And she tweeted out the only thing she's ever failed at was trigonometry. She's aced everything else. First off, fuck you, Ryan Satin. Who are you to give people a grade? What have you ever done athletically in your life? Nothing. You're a fucking nerd. Never liked that guy. He tweeted our, our, our Jericho video when I was when Jericho showed up here and he tweeted or he put the video in his article and then didn't credit us. And when I asked him about it, he got a little attitude. And at first I was like, you know what? I was a little harsh about it. And then when he fixed it, he put our name so small on that fucking article that nobody ever would have saw it. And then he took the video off. Like, what a cocksucker, that guy. You use our video and then don't even credit us. And when I ask you about it, you want to cop a fucking attitude? You're not. You've sucked so much WWE dick, they finally gave you a job. Congratulations. Sounds about right. Sorry, I'm not. I don't like a lot of the wrestling media people. I think they're all assholes. Most of them. I'm cool with a couple of them, but the rest of them, for the most part, they're just in it for themselves, trying to like get over with somebody. Like Meltzer, he's an AEW cocksucker. Satin's a WWE cocksucker. Uh, who so else? What you're saying is, you want somebody to just double fist and takes from both sides? No, I'd like somebody to be honest and fucking call it down the middle. That would be fantastic. Be amazing. Um, <clears throat> that's like that's like saying there's going to be, you know, a, a moderate um, party that's going to be right down the middle politically. Uh, it's never never going to happen. Never going to happen, and it sucks. Um, yeah, that's why I'm not gonna. Lie. That's why I try to stay away from a lot of the stuff. Um, and that the only time I come across things is when I'm actually going to do research for the show and looking to see what I, what articles are out there and what, what things are being reported. And, you know, but it's like, I, uh, you can tell, you get to so many things that you can tell who's writing it. It's the same person over and over again before you can just read the article and you already know who wrote it. You know what I mean? Um, and then the spoilers, ugh. that pisses me off too. But anyway, we'll, we'll get away from the negativity. Um, cause you know, we're not one of those kind of podcasts. Speaking of negativity, Lana's unimaginable goal for 2021 is to be the Raw Women's Champion. I don't know why you put unimaginable. It's going to happen. I put unimaginable because that's what she called it. She called it her unimaginable 2021 goal. It's going to happen. Lana will be Raw Women's Champion by the end of 2021. I, I agree, be- too. I think, that's, I think that's, why, that's why I put it in there is because I think that's going to happen. And I think that's a, a foreshadow to it happening. Yeah. Um, JR says Vince will run the company until he dies. Well, it's fucking great breaking news, JR. Like, nobody would have <laughs> ever guessed that. Thank you so much for your inside information, JR. Like, come the fuck on. Who, did, who wouldn't think that? I thought that was the most hilarious thing. I'm like, was there any doubt he wasn't going to? <laughs> like, cause... You'll have to pry it <laughs> from my cold, dead hands. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, okay, JR. 
Okay. One hand's holding the WWE and the other's holding my grapefruits. <laughs> my Vince impression is awful. I, you know what? It's <laughs> it's uh it's like uh what's uh, what's his what's the Vince McMahon name puppet name in family uh, uh final Oh fi- yeah, the boss. The boss. Yeah. <laughs> Your fire. Oh, that's something we didn't talk about. Randy Orton lighting Alexa Bliss on fire. Did he light her on fire? Did he? he Did he not? I don't know. I don't know. It pissed saw, me off because it went to uh, it, like I don't. I was like, apparently, I had to go back and research it. <laughs> this is how I know my my TV or my internet went down <laughs> was because it just the, the DVRs ended. I'm like, there was no bottom like. This is WWE television, you you know whatever. I'm like, was that the end of the show or did my fucking DVR just stop recording? And then I went, I'm like, oh, it didn't. And my, that's when I went to like Hulu. <laughs> my internet wasn't connecting. And I'm so like, son look, of a bitch. There's a picture of Alexa Bliss laying in the ring after she poured the gasoline all over. And it's just like a big wet spot underneath there. And somebody stop, tweeted. Stop. Some chick tweeted. Stop. She said, she said stop. I know Randy's handsome and all, but this is a little bit too far. <laughs> I laughed so hard oh. at that. Oh, my God. That Poor was Alexa. That's going to be a meme for a I long time. I think even Alexa Bliss would have had to laugh at that meme. Like, that was fantastic. She's that was going to be laughing for a long time because there's going to be a lot of memes coming out of that scene. Oh, yeah. For years little, to come. Oh, pissy ass face little girl <laughs> peeing on herself and whatnot. Um, <laughs> uh, WWE stars are rejecting <clears throat> extensions, including Matt Riddle, who rejected it and then accepts. I could only think. That Matt Riddle was high as giraffe pussy, and he woke up and he was like, "Wait, I did what?" He's like reading back through his email. He's like, well, "Sorry, he bro." He accepted because they threw back more money his way. Sorry, bro. Uh, I was like totally high, and oh, you're gonna give me more money? Can I get that in Bitcoin? Yeah, you know he's gonna be a new member of. Um, positively hard bros. Oh, you didn't watch Raw, did you? No. Oh, fuck I was just hoping you were going to say he was going to join the Hurt Business. Oh, I fucking hate him. <clears throat> he, he, uh, tag, he tagged up with uh, The New Day and Jeff Hardy, right? This is how fucking stupid he is and how annoying he is. He just, he just has to shut the hell up. Like, he's like, we should call ourselves the Little Brolians. Or... or <laughs> You guys are the power of positivity, so we'll call us positively hard bros. I'm like, does he write his own shit, or is somebody actually back there writing this for him? Because whoever's writing this for him, your ass needs to be fired. I don't call for, I don't care for cancel culture, but I'm about to cancel this bitch. Whoever writes for for Matt Brittle, your ass needs to be fired. Your unemployment needs to be denied. And you need to go sit in a basement somewhere and cry uh, into your own little towels. Like just, just, just go into the. Do you darkness. think? Go do be. You think, uh, gollum it up, and go look for your your precious, um, because your ass shouldn't be in a writing room. Do you think Matt Riddle is really that stupid? Or yes, is he a really good actor. I think he's really that stupid. Oh, so that's really him. I think that's really him thinking. being stupid. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom starts tonight or tomorrow morning, however you want to look at it. What time does it start in California? Midnight. 
It's 3 a.m. here. Yep. Hmm. I gotta be, that, I gotta uh, be up. It's 4 o'clock. 4, 4 p.m. in Japan. Because there's 17... For me. Because there's 17 hours ahead of me. And there's two days of it. Okay. I might be able to swing... I might be able to make something shake with that. I'm excited for Wrestle Kingdom now. You know, hold on. Uh, hold on. I told you my internet went down, right? Yeah. I'm like, could just have gone down the most inopportune time. Because now i got to watch shit from my phone. Mm. And project it on. Hopefully it connects. And I can just, no. Yeah, I'm not even going to be able to, like, airplay it onto my fucking TV. You know what I mean? Because the internet's not going to be connecting to it. So I don't even know if I'll be able to airplay it on there. Hopefully, it lets I'll be me. watching it on Beast TV. Hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, I th- they wasn't there a New Japan event like last night at like 11 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, they usually have like a lead up to. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it may be because my Beast TV had a a guide for it yesterday when I was looking at it, so I should be able to watch Wrestle Kingdom. I'll probably, yeah, I'll have to watch it on my computer or my tablet. One of the two. It sucks because I was got a brand new TV. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, got the end of the football season. I'm going to have Wrestle Kingdom. I'm going to watch it on a fucking little iPad Pro. Let's close the show out with Legends Night on Raw, Marty. This is your favorite night of the year, right? Right up there with Wrestle Kingdom, uh, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and Money in the Bank. For the most part, I don't mind Legends Night, but why we got to keep bringing like Hulk Hogan and Flair back? Thank you. We don't have any other Legends? What about the Legends that came in after them? Like Those Legends are expired. Exactly. That, that they're not legends or antiquity. Let's bring Look, back legends after that. You know what? Let's bring back. Listen, you know they bring. They always bring back like Ron Simmons and stuff like that. You know what? They're gonna bring back. I don't even know if Austin is Austin. They keep showing promos for Austin and The Rock everywhere, but you know Rock's not gonna be there. Um, be nice if Austin was there, or maybe Rock will be there. Maybe The Rock will be there, and maybe look, we do get The Rock and Roman. I never liked Hogan before he became a big ass racist. I was never a Hogan fan. I understand. Hogan was the biggest star in wrestling history at a time. I think mm. Austin surpassed him. I think Rock has surpassed him as well. That's just my opinion. I don't get why we're still going to this well. Like, he came out. He was racist as fuck. Yes, he could do a leg drop. He knew how to rip his goddamn t-shirt off. Congratulations. He's not relevant anymore. He's not at all. He can't do anything. So why do we keep forcing him back on? Oh, because WWE now can pump in a bunch of cheers like people give a shit about him. Nobody cares about Hulk Hogan anymore. Nobody. Some bitch can barely walk. He probably won't. I'll tell you right now. He probably won't even come to the ring. It'll probably be a backstage segment where he stands up out of his fucking wheelchair and sits there and rips his t-shirt off. Like, there's no point in having Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair on the TV anymore. We got the network. We can go look at their fucking glory days if we miss them that much. There's no point in it. And I can tell you right now. With the exception of when I do go back and watch my rest, we watch my WrestleManias and go through WrestleMania one through now. Um, I, I can tell you right now, the network's been around six years. I can't tell you one time I've gone back to look up a Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan match. Just saying. Just I, saying. I know, I know, I know. Some people out there do. Um, Pete, I, I love you, man. Um, but I don't. I don't care. I didn't care to watch Flair when he was in WCW. I didn't care to watch Hogan when he was in WCW. Uh, I didn't care when either one of them came back to the WWE. Uh, I don't care to see them now. I wonder how many people have beat Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan for a world title. I know Sting's done it. 
But I wonder how many people have taken the world title off of Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair in the history of Both wrestling. of them? Or just each of them individually? Both of them. Like, like the same person took one, them off yeah, both people? one person has defeated both of yeah. them for the world title. Gotcha. I know Sting's done it. I wonder who else has done it. Goldberg? That'd be something no? to... Uh, no, Goldberg never beat Flair for the world title. Oh, okay. I don't think Undertaker ever beat Flair for the world title. Definitely not the Ultimate Warrior. Bret Hart never beat Hogan for the world title. That's something I'll have to look up. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's a good... uh, Also, a really good stat that I love is that The Rock defeated Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and John Cena all at WrestleMania. So, like, the biggest stars of the last three generations, The Rock is defeated. So, if he fights Roman Reigns next year... I'm just saying, Kyle, he's gonna be adding. He'd be adding them gems to that family. Yeah, club. you got You got to start putting the Rock in the greatest of all time. You know, and I mean, you know, the only problem is he's never beat the, the greatest of all time. He's never. Yeah, he he's, he's never Sasha beat Banks. Triple H at WrestleMania. He's never beat Sasha Banks. Triple H. That is true. That's true. Uh, that's it, Marty. Man, you wanna you wanna give some shout outs real quick, and then we'll get the hell on. Uh, I'm I, go ahead. I, I you know I, I I'm gonna let you go ahead and do all the shoutouts. Um, like I said, I've been you always put it on me. Like I remember anything because <clears throat> I don't remember shit, man. I I here's the thing, I I get names the same names. I always shout out the same people because that's people we connect with. But I I always forget to put the names together before the show because I'm busy like putting the the agenda together. That I just it always spaces out who I want to shout because I know the people names pop in and I always forget them and then I feel you know bad when I forget do them next all. week. You what? should fucking put the shout outs on the list next week. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll start just fucking <laughs> it. Two years later, and we just came up with that shit. So if you're listening to this, thank you. We'll shout you out right now. Um, everybody at Full Press, go download the Full Press coverage app. Uh, sports time right now. Hockey's starting back up. Basketball's already started. Baseball will be here before you know it. NFL playoffs, pro wrestling. Full press coverage has everything. The app is on Apple and it's on Google. Do that. Also go to fullpresscoverage.com and fullpresswrestling.com. We got articles up there from Crossbody at Work and other contributors. Uh, it's a good site. I love it. We love being there. Um, shout out to all the other podcasts on there. Irish Whip, Crossbody, RJ, Talkamania, Chaos Theory, uh, Boot to the Face. Man, Chaos Theory. Another shout out to JD Hoop, man. See yeah. that new Chaos Club shirt? Hot damn. I can't that yeah. design. Hot damn. Um, Just in time for body of work. Like you said, JD Hoop. His brother Hoop also. Uh, Jay-Z Flair. Fully Posable. Doing the Favor. The Chick Foley Show. Uh, the Female Demo. Sheena. Tara. Tata. Who, who, we got more women. Karen. That that Karen. Um. It's all I'm drawing a blank. Oh, yeah, I'm saying I think Gary, someone else is in there. Mickey James, Heidi Katrina. Most of the female demo are actually in the business, though. So that works for us. Flex. A little bit of a flex there, but you know it is what it is. Um, <laughs> David Kyle, our boy Robert Custis, Wrestle Kingdom coming up tonight. Robert, uh, hopefully everything is is going a little bit better. You'll get to catch it. Uh, yeah, I guarantee, I'll, I'll guarantee I'll probably get some DMs from uh, Robert Custis tonight. Our boy Pete Opolis, 
the fucking ginger of all gingers. Love that guy. Love him to death. Which I don't say a lot. So that came up on 80 Proof this weekend. Shout out to J-Bomb. 80 Proof. We're killing it over there. Fucking love that shit. We got a good community built over there on Twitch. Um, I had somebody else in my head and they just fucking left because I started talking about something else. So I don't know. Uh, Big Joe. Shout out to him. Stop tagging me and stuff. You asshole. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can think of off the top of my head. If I missed you, I, Adrian Ruiz, my Dallas Cowboy homeboy. Appreciate him. Uh, always lets us know he's listening and and shit like that. That's it, man. You got any parting words before we close this out, Marnie? Happy New Year. Um, if you're watching Wrestle Kingdom, get some sleep tonight because it doesn't matter where you're at in the States. Um, it's going to be late as hell. So get some sleep. Watch that shit live. Uh, <clears throat> I know I'll be watching it. Uh, I can't wait. It's one of my favorite nights of the year. Nights, multiple nights of the year. Uh, hope the year brings you guys a lot of prosperity, a lot of success, personal and professionally. Um, much better year than last year. I don't know. A lot of people had negative lives last year. I know we had a lot of shit going on, but I feel like I had a great year. Um, and no matter what the situations were, definitely ended on a high note. So I hope to carry that over to 2021. Hope you all do too. Let's do uh, let's do big things in 2021. Um, yeah, that's what I got, man. I agree. Hopefully you have a great and prosperous year. Buy some Bitcoin. Leave it there. Watch that shit grow. Um, Bitcoin's killing it right now. Learn about investments. Invest in your future. Most of the people that listen to this are in our age demographic. If you don't know about investing and things like that, trust me, you want to start saving for your future. Don't just depend on your 401k. Um, that's something I've learned over the past year during COVID was about money and stuff like that. So hopefully everybody out there doesn't have a handicap of waiting until they're 38 like I did. But yeah, do that. Have a great new year. Thank you for listening to Boot to the Face. We'll see you for episode 119. I'm Chris Rucker for Marty Vasquez. Peace. Later.